Hello, we are back from our two-week hiatus. It was, you know, I'm just going to, I'll come out first. I'm just going to say it. Life happens. Shit happens. We we don't get paid to make a podcast. This is a labor of love. And when shit hits the fan and you're not getting paid, sometimes you have to put your hobby to the side. And that's what happened. We have a, we have a show in the can. It didn't get put out. We're not even going to get into that. We are back, refreshed after Thanksgiving refresh for a playoff push we are ready to go i got the boys with me boys ricky already talked before i introduced him say hello everybody it's a great day to be alive without covid you told me i already talked so yeah just i don't want to hear from you anymore All because right. we are uh we we kind of uh are a little bit off of our routine here we are instead of going to look back at the last games there were some good games this weekend there were some important games but we're gonna just it's been two weeks. We're going to do a check-in on the playoffs to see what we have coming down the pipe, see what's in the future for the playoff gambling. Such a good time to get your, your action on. Also, I was in Phoenix. I'm going to caveat this really quick. I was in Phoenix in Arizona. The apps you guys get to use to gamble, holy my God. Glorious. They're so convenient. They're I got like nine different offers to boost for free money for this and this and this. Well, well, come on dangerous game my friend give me that, dangerous give me that all the game time. i put 20 dollars, lost all 20 dollars, but i had a great time doing it okay it was amazing very jealous of the app so we're going to take a look at the playoff picture we're going to start in the afc uh first seeded with the bye in the afc baltimore ravens are eight and three second seed as of right now new england patriots they are eight and four they have a huge game coming up against the bills, bills. this week on monday that's going to be a great game uh third seed tennessee titans eight and four Falling apart maybe a little bit. Fourth seed is the Chiefs. They are just hitting their stride. Seven and four coming together. Bengals doing some smacking last week. They are seven and four as well. They are the fifth seed. We have the Bills, seven and four. Big showdown with the Patriots on Monday, like I said. And then I'm not really sure where to put this team. Seventh seed, the Chargers, six and five. Uh, we have a couple teams in the hunt worth noting. The Raiders, the Broncos, six and five. And the Colts, who really fumbled the bag this week against the Bucks, six and six. What do you guys notice about the playoffs? What are your feelings? How do I mean? What do you guys think? Any thoughts here, AFC? It's not too much of a surprise um, looking at the teams. If I went back to like week three or week four, it's a surprise. It's a surprise from there. The Chiefs being number one, the Chargers kind of falling apart. Patriots. The Patriots literally on the rise. They're they're looking fantastic. The Bills kind of a little shaky here and there, right? Yeah, like yeah. I can't tell if they're fantastic or if they're just a good team. Um, the Ravens at number one, not a huge surprise, but they look weird though. Like I, they in, look in weird. The past they've been really dominant. Yeah, this time around, like they still are winning games, but they're winning like closer games. They're not, yeah. you know, crushing these teams. And even the Browns game, like what was the final score? It was like sixteen to ten or something like that. Like. Yeah. Browns are not a good team right now. And so for it to be that close to me, just it doesn't make me feel really confident when you have, I know the the Titans are kind of falling apart, but the Patriots killed the Titans. Like if I'm the Ravens, not great, man. I feel like the Patriots are out there beating bad teams by a lot. You're kind of hanging on to the Browns. Like, I don't know. That doesn't make you feel great. That's a good one to call out though. The, the Titans kind of falling apart. And I'm, I'm glad you said it that way. Cause that's the way it feels, right? It feels like, when they had their, to me, which was a prove-it game um, after Henry was out, and they dominated. They looked fantastic. I was like, oh, all right, this team has what it takes to, to make it all the way. The past couple of weeks, though, whew, I don't know. They're getting more and more injured. No A.J. Brown, no Henry, no, no offensive Julio. weapons, no Julio, no offensive weapons. And Tannehill hasn't looked fantastic. Not that he's ever looked fantastic, but especially now. I could see them dropping out. Middle of the road quarterback, right? He is. He is. He had weapons before, and that's what made him look better, right? Like he had a complete team, defense, offense. And we and already now talked without about his weapons, that. it's yeah, 
We already hit that on the pod where Tannehill, when you have Derrick Henry, Tannehill kind of gets the pressure off. But we talked about for a couple weeks that even when Henry's playing, you don't have the wide receivers. You don't have those weapons. It's different. It makes a huge difference. So, you know, we've already hit on that, you know, previously. And Tannehill is human and he's, you know, very human without, you know, some of those guys. I think Tennessee drops out. I don't think they make it to the playoffs. Oh, that's a freaking take, bro. I love it. I mean. If you look at every one of the teams on the AFC side, literally none of them are scary, right? Each one of them have had spurts of being up and down, right? We talk about the Patriots kind of making a comeback, but there have been stretches of the season where they've lost a couple of games. And again, we've talked about it being decent teams, but you know, Ravens, I I look at it from the Cardinals, right? I kind of go, who would I be scared coming out of the AFC Ravens? Not really Patriots, especially maybe, you know, late where, where's the super bowl i'm gonna sidebar us where's super bowl los this angeles. year anybody know los angeles. okay so okay. we don't have to worry about any kind of like cold weather situation so patriots are scary titans if they get derrick henry and some of the other weapons maybe chiefs right now not scared of them Bengals, hot and cold I, I just none of those teams stand out to me as being that dominant where Bro, when you look Colts. on the NFC side, dude. And I was going to say, I let's, agree. let's, let's Ooh, rotate here. So I was going to, I was going to float a number here. Okay. We're going to go with the Colts. They're on the outside right now. They're in the hunt, but they are plus 125 to make the playoffs. So right now we have some teams that are in that we might not be in love with, but if you are somebody who likes a team that is hot, that played a good bucks team, they had five fucking turnovers. You're not going to win against Tom Brady with five turnovers, but the Colts, are playing well taylor is derrick henry 2.0 right he might you know he's out there crushing it they have him in the mvp conversation all of a sudden the colts that's an interesting interesting play for me to to put especially if you're going to go with jake's tay oh my god with jay's take sorry it's been a long day of the titans missing the playoffs who's going to be in there the colts are i mean that that's an interesting bet to me their schedule is kind of tough, though, the rest of the way. So they get a, a obviously bad Texans team, but then they play New England, Arizona, nice. Las Vegas, and then they close out with Jacksonville. So I could see three losses there, maybe two wins, right? A, a sub-500 team. You really need the Titans to fall Crap apart if they're going to make their way in. That or, I don't know, maybe the uh, AFC West kind of eats itself and, you know, Chargers fall out and maybe the Broncos lose their mind and, and don't step up i don't know but at this point i kind of like the colts more i don't know i feel like they've been hanging around a little bit longer and like the chargers i mean then the chargers the chargers have been like playing these games i mean the chargers were like one of the hottest teams at the beginning we were crowning them i thought they were gonna be really good i thought they took that you know big step they're six and five right now man like they have a very pedestrian very mediocre six and five like for a team that has a good quarterback and you know, solid weapons on offense. The defense is just so porous that like it, it, it's costing them these, these important games right now. They play tight games though. Like the charters find ways to keep their opponents like close and it bites them. Yeah. They're definitely a team that kind of, I feel like plays to the level of their, of their opponent. Right. And if, if the team has a good running back, that's been the, the thing lately is these guys are just running berserk over the chargers. That's half the AFC, that that comment of playing up or down to your opponent. It seems like every one of these teams, when you look at their schedules, they've got at least one or two games in there where you're like, what are we they doing? Show, the Broncos, they showed up against yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah. Where were they against the Steelers, right? It's just, but then they smacked every, the Chargers. Like, I mean, right, it's I know, so crazy. I mean, it's such a, every, such a every, every one of those teams. I think the, the one that I look at that – um the the tag on it right now is falling down the the browns i don't think there's any way with baker where he's at right now i i don't see them making a run why have they not put to get case back keenum in the playoffs like, what, are, what are we doing here like is, Dude, he's is... so limited case keenum's so limited but it's, over uh, over like injured baker like come on i don't know I, again i think we talked about it a couple pods back but if you're baker do you allow yourself to sit or are you, like, are you helping yourself or hurting yourself in a contract negotiation scenario I think you're probably past the point of no return. You got to just fucking lean in and, and hope something good happens and you make the playoffs. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, the last call out I'll give is for the Raiders. Big win on Thanksgiving. I did not bet them. I apologize to the team. Jay, I'm sorry. I don't know. We, we didn't have a pot, so I didn't know what the fuck to do. So I bet 
the Cowboys. Okay, Raiders are plus 250 right now to make the playoffs, which is pretty solid odds considering they are tied with the Chargers. The Chargers did not look good last week losing to the Broncos. The Raiders did look good last week beating the Cowboys. So, I mean, that's definitely something worth noting if you're a Raiders fan and you believe your team's going to make the playoffs. So, I mean, just something to call out. Jay, you think are the Raiders going to make the playoffs? Yeah. God Is that confident? It. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we've got some winnable games, right? I just – this whole season has been kind of wonky for the Raiders, to be honest. You never know who's going to show up. They beat the Cowboys. They lose to shitty teams. Is something else going to happen where we, we lose a player? I don't know, man. It's it's tough to tell with the Raiders. They're, they're a hot and cold team. Uh, November has been notoriously a bad month for them, but so are the winter months. Like, you get into cold weather and cars, like, horrible in cold weather, so – it's hard to tell when I look at the schedule, there are some winnable games. I could see, you know, them squeaking out uh, three, four wins here. And that puts them in the playoffs. I can also see them just falling apart. I don't know. It's a tough call. See, the good thing about football, and we'll move on to the NFC right now is that these teams are going to start eating each other. So like the chargers play the Bengals. That's a huge game. And the Bengals are only seven and four. The chargers are six and five. So if the Raiders win, the Chargers lose. We might see a flip. If the Bengals lose, they're one loss closer to being, you know, right in the Raiders' reach. So, I mean, ultimately right now, Raiders got to keep winning. They're a good squad, but we need some of these other teams potentially to lose. And you look at some of these teams, and kind of like Ricky said, all these teams have taken silly-ass losses. So, I mean, everything's possible right now. We called out those two with some some pretty nice numbers. There. We're going to switch over to the a- NFC. The kings of the league so far have entered – Ricky, what do you got? What are you going to say before I well, how does, the Cardinals? If you look at the top four teams in the NFC versus the top four teams in the AFC, I don't think there's any comparison. Cowboys being four, Bucks, Packers leading up to the Cardinals with the, the best record in the NFL. I think the Cowboys with maybe the exclusion of, well, no, I mean, they beat the Patriots, right? So I think even the four seed in the NFC could beat the one seed in the AFC pretty handily. I think they'd be probably a six point favorite, six and a half point, depending on where it's at. So yeah, I mean, obviously the Cardinals look great. A couple of NFC teams that are in the hunt as well um, with the exclusion of one, which is great to to see. Let's run Um, through it really quick. So we got Cardinals nine and two, number one Packers dominated the Rams nine and three at number two Uh, bucks are in the third spot. They eked out a pretty close one against the Colts at eight and three. They dominated the second half of that game. Cowboys coming off the loss seven and four. Uh, no Mike McCarthy this week. He is in COVID protocols on Thursday night, so he'll be out. Uh, we have the Rams seven and four. Really, I think in a tailspin right now. I don't want to blow that out of proportion, but they are they're struggling. Their their Madden you know simulation is not going so well for them. Six seed out of nowhere, San Francisco six and five, and then bringing up the rear amazingly is Washington football team without a team name. They are being held together by tape and glue, but damn it. They are there. Thank you for beating Seattle Um, in the hunt in the NFC. You have the Vikings at five and six, a lot of five and six teams, Vikings, five and six Falcons, five and six saints, five and six uh, Eagles, Panthers, five and seven. Not a lot. I love there. two of the, I mean, the one that I think I like the most right now, is the Eagles at five and seven. They're plus 175 to make it. The thing that's so appealing about that is Washington is tied with them or, or they're five and six. So the Eagles at five and seven looking on the outside, they are playing, uh, you know, pretty good crap to bet against the giants. Really disappointing. I'm sure they ruined a ton of parlays, but you have Washington football team at five and six. It's right there. You do have the Niners at six and five. So the Eagles being positive, playing some good ball with those two other teams that are kind of in their vicinity. I do like that number. Well, the Eagles have the this whole thing in their hands, right? They play Washington and they play the Giants, which should theoretically be a win. They play Washington again. Oh, and they close out with the Cowboys. So I mean, that's that's doable. I, I mean, mean, granted, they they did just lose to the Giants, so I guess that's not uh, a foregone conclusion. But it's it's right in front of them, right? You're going to get three teams that are in the bottom half of the league. They're in your division. They're in January, December timeframe. Going to be able to run the ball. I feel pretty good. That that to me, Alex, I think is the one that on on the outside looking in has the best chance of sneaking into the mix. I think think for me in this one, I even put in the notes that I'm not going to bet this week on the Eagles because they play the Jets. I was really disappointed last week, so I'm going to take an Eagles break. But I think if you want to, 
put the money on the Eagles to make the playoffs and then don't watch any of the games. Don't follow up with it. Just know that the Eagles are an okay team and they have a chance to do it. They play Washington twice, like Ricky said. But if you watch the games, you're going to hate yourself and you're going to be sad. So put the money, believe in the Eagles, and then let it go. Or they'll blow out the Broncos and you'll be like, why didn't I take that action? God damn. God. What about the Vikings? No. Oh, don't do it. Wait, 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 wait. But I'm here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the number that we have for the Vikings, Jay, funnel, uh, interestingly enough, I was going to say funnily enough, but interestingly enough, it's minus 110 for them to make it or for them to miss. So that to me is the part that is not the most exciting because you ha- you're, you're losing a little bit of money there if you win, where the Eagles are plus 175, a little bit harder, but that's a good number to get. The Eagles do or the Vikings. I don't know what to think of this team and you have them, you know, winning against good teams and losing against bad teams and being close. And you have players yelling at Kirk cousins and Kirk isn't hurting them, but he's not really helping them. Like uh, it's, it's a tough one for me. I I'm scared of this team. They should have beat the Cardinals. I will always say that, but I don't know. What, what are your thoughts, Jay? No, I'm with you. I, I was just throwing it out there. The, yeah. <laughs> the, the Vikings live to be a, a 500 team, man. Like that, Coin flip, man. Yeah. It's, no, I don't. Uh, I think your your Eagles take is a better take and more enticing from a betting perspective than than taking a, a notoriously 500 team with the Vikings. So I'd go Eagles too. I like that bet. You know, and then if we take, if you allow me one second here, if I can get my app going here, I'm sure the Vikings who did beat Green Bay will need to beat Green Bay again and they or will need to play Green Bay again, right? So you have the Vikings Overall, I would imagine. Let me see it here really quickly. I apologize for doing this on two, the fly. Two times against Chicago, once against the Lions. They've got Rams. Green Bay and the Rams. You know, the, the number doesn't make me excited enough to put it on the Vikings because then I'm kind of tied to the Vikings. But if I had to say where they play the Lions and the Bears twice, that's three winnable games. They play the Rams, who are really struggling right now, and the Vikings, we've said, are pesky. So, you know, that that kind of could go either way to me. And then Green Bay, where we say we take a loss there. But, like, I mean, feasibly, the Vikings could get to nine wins. Like, that's not out yeah. of the realm of possibility. Sure. Is it just because I'm paying more attention this year? Or are there always this many, like, almost back-to-back weeks of, of in-division teams playing each other? Just feels like there's, like, three or four times where it's like, oh, hey, the uh, Vikings are going to play the, the Bears, and then they're going to come back three weeks later and play the Bears again. I, I feel like the schedule makers should spread that out a little bit more. I feel like this year, maybe in particular, but I feel like with the Cardinals, it's either really spread or really condensed. So I don't know if it's like a. Maybe that 17 game season is, you know, trying to sort out all the bumps and then you get the yeah. London games and there was supposed to be a Mexico City game. So I'm sure it's just a challenge. What happened to Mexico City? COVID? Uh, that was the Cardinals. I think we were supposed to play the Niners potentially. Hmm. And I think we ended up getting a home game back from it. But I think it was a COVID thing, though, to answer your question. That yeah, they just forward. didn't want to travel. Um, let us – I mean, that's the playoff pictures. I'm really excited for the season to – it's who, a tough who one. Who you got? I just want to, I want to do that. Who, who you got? AFC, NFC, what's the Super Bowl matchup that you got, Alex? Fuck, man. Why you got to do this to me? I don't want to – I can't pick. I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm going to refrain because if I say the team that I want to be in the Super Bowl, I'll be jinxing my team and I will be ostracized from the community. So I'm going well, to say – you want to go AFC NFC championship? Is that is that easier? Do you want to say who's going to make it to the 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 final two games? We're going to Save do. Yourself a little yeah, heartache. I'll, do it. I'll do it. The Cardinals are going to beat the Bucks in the AFC. Uh, I'll, I'm just going to say it. The Cardinals are going to the Super Bowl. We're going to beat the Bucks in the championship game. No Aaron Rodgers. Mister Ponytail is not going to make it. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say the Patriots are going to be. They're going to be in the AFC championship game. I'm going to say they're going to be playing. Oh my gosh, I closed the dock. I don't have it. I have to think here for just a second. Not the Titans. Oh my gosh, all the top of my head. Who's another big eight? Not the Ravens. Chiefs. No, Ravens. Chiefs. There we go. That's it. I'm sorry. Dude, I closed the app, so I don't have it anymore. It's going to be Chiefs, Pats. That's my pick. We're going to go, uh, we're going to go Pats over the Chiefs. Okay. Mm. Fair enough. Jay, what do you think? In the AFC. I feel like the Pats is an easy one for me to say, but I'm not going to say the Pats. I'm going to say the Bills and the Bengals. I love that. That's interesting. That could be a good matchup there. The Bengals look pretty scary. And if the Bills can kind of find their way and string along a, a few wins here to close out the season, and they're the hot hand coming into the playoffs, then I could see them riding the heat and 
and making it all the way. But uh, I'd like to see the, the Bengals make it all the way to the championship. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be really fun. Yeah. And then for the NFC, oof, that's a tough one. <sighs> I The Cardinals. God damn it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Green Bay. It's, it's going to be a matchup. I like yeah. it. Yeah. It's going to be another one. Well, we, we have sufficiently put all kinds of negative juju out there. I'm sure Kyler is going to snap his <laughs> neck walking into the facility on his sprained ankle. Pull and Kevin Cobb here. D- D- D-hop will, yeah, his, his calf will go through Kevin Ware style oh, and a gosh. compound fracture. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually steal one of each of your takes. Alex, I like Patriots and Chiefs. I think that that's going to be – that's going to be the matchup in the AFC. I would love to say that it's the Patriots. I think the Chiefs are going to somehow figure out a way after an abysmal season where they call, we all called them the worst team in the league. They're going to find a way to make it back to the Super Bowl. I just I just feel it. We almost um, buried them, and they Frankensteined our asses, and they said, nah, we're going to bury they, this podcast. Like They, they came I mean, they came back like, like mummies. Um, the, then the last one, I'm going to lean in with Jacob and say it's Cardinals-Packers. I know that there's going to come a January uh, a January weekend day where I'm standing in uh, State Farm Stadium. Aaron Rodgers is going to have the ball down seven, and he's going to be driving with less than two minutes, and I'm going to be pulling. Or let's say it's six. Like it's going to be, it's going to be like that Thursday night game. But I think it's going to be flipped where Aaron's going to be coming back from from a deficit, and I hope to God we figure out a way to stop him. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Aaron didn't win a playoff game in Phoenix before. We've done that against him i believe it was twice so he can suck it let's look to the future i'm excited to watch some football this week we're gonna start with thursday i mean kind of an interesting game cowboys seven and four they are going to no it is not an interesting i'm I'm enticed by this game are you excited to see Taysom hill quarterback here's what i'm okay so let me everybody just chill cowboys are seven and four saints are five and six saints are at home cowboys minus four and a half over under 47 and a half the only reason why I'm interested in this game is because you know that meme where it's like the the, the weird guy is like poking the stick and it's like do something. The Cowboys need to do something now. They're running out of time. They're running out of buffer. Why? Like we were saying, like oh, the Cowboys have. Ta- I I was saying I was so high on it. the Cowboys have taken a step. Washington football game team is two games behind in the win column. Like. It's it's big. It's a big distance, but it could get smaller, dude. No shot. Shake your head. Shake your head, Ricky. All you want, no but it shot. could, bro. Especially with this Washington football team, they win those like the the storybook. You know, oh, and we got Taylor Harnicky going against this really tough team, and he believes in David versus Goliath, and then they win the game. Like I, I don't know, man. They just have this this very storybook feel to me for the Washington football team or the Eagles playing good ball. Like I don't know. I don't know. Cowboys have Washington. So, so obviously this matchup this coming week against the Saints, they go at Washington, at the Giants, Washington at home, Cardinals at home, at Philadelphia. Uh, there, there's no world where Washington catches them. I, I think that they're at least a 10-win team. Maybe they squeak out another one. Cowboys minus four and a half all day. Well, let me that. just and let me let me caveat what I was saying, Ricky, before you so rudely cut me off. Oh, let me let me just walk it all the way. Wait, back wait, wait, really wait, 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 wait. I was saying why the game was interesting, and then you started talking over me. I think the Cowboys are going to win the damn game, but I think they need like that's what I was trying to build to. They need to win the game because they're kind of a mess right now. Jacob, ah. fix the thing now, please. You finish it. Cowboys minus four and a half is my take. I think the Cowboys win in all of the universes against the Saints. The Saints have not been scary to me all year, even though they've beaten very good teams like the Packers, the Patriots. Who else have they played? The Bucks. Other good teams. The Bucks. Defense is That's good. Right, they beat the Bucks. Defense is good. But they're too inconsistent for me to say anything. And I know the Cowboys are coming off of a loss. They both need this win, right? Like if the Saints want to stay alive, they need this win to be in the playoff hunt. And the Cowboys, this should be an easy W to, you know, continue to have that buffer going forward. But uh, Cowboys coming off a loss to the Raiders, a close loss to the Raiders, they're, they're going to beat the Saints by over four and a half. I feel good about that. Cowboys minus four and a half. I want to see if the Cowboys play better without Mike McCarthy, because I think they might. 
Uh, next game, we have the Bucks uh, routinely going to smack the Falcons. Bucks are eight and three. Falcons are home. They are five and six. Bucks are minus eleven. Over under is fifty and a half. Uh, the Bucks were able to grind one out against the Colts. They had a lot of gimmies there with uh, the five five turnovers, but this is the time of year where where Tom Brady and his teams get into we're going to win a championship mode. The Bucks, um, I you know I think they got this one. You look at the Falcons. This is where they're about to say like, "Hey, we're ready to go watch some playoff football from our houses." So it'll be really fun for them. I'm on the Bucks. Eleven's uh, high. Tease that shit down. Minus four. You're good. They win by a touchdown. You win. So I like that a lot. I'm going to take the Bucks minus 11. Um, Straight up. The time. Yeah. The, it feels like the times that I've been like, oh, I don't know if the Bucks are going to cover the spread. They just smash teams. And the Falcons have been pretty one dimensional all year. Uh, I heard Cordero Patterson might be playing free safety, strong safety, something like that. Good for so, my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I just, um, you know, you should. Buccaneers have a good defense. You shut down Cordero Patterson and, and they don't have an offense. Um, defensively, I feel like the Bucs can, you know, take over on this game and create some turnovers and uh, and win by over 11. So I'm going to take the Bucs minus 11. I know it's high. Usually don't take them that high. I'm not going to tease this one down. Um, I'm going to take it how it is. So I, I'm going to do a quick aside and say the last few weeks for me, gambling has been really bad. If you were listening to the unreleased podcast, You'd have heard me say that my account was uh, fully drained I, of my of my hundred dollars that I deposited at the beginning of the season. I put some more money in. I doubled down. I I'm back, but you know what? I, I spent so much time watching game film, listening to podcasts, reading stats, trying to do advanced analytics. This week, I'm just going my gut. I feel like the Buccaneers came off a pretty strong and up and down game against the Colts. Going to be a little bit of a letdown. They're definitely going to win. Maybe they only win by 10. I'm going to go with the Falcons on this one. I think if you tease it down at all, Bucks is the play. But if I'm going with 11 or shit, maybe I tease it up to 18 and just a late field goal, a late touchdown, Falcons come back and cover that. So it's not a lock of the week, but if I had to pick, I'm going to lean into uh, my gut. What a great segue, Ricky, for us to the next game. The number one best in class Cardinals. Nine and two. They're going to go to shitty Chicago, four and seven. Cardinals are minus seven and a half. This is a lock of the week, ladies and gentlemen. The over under is 45 and a half. I'm locking in the Cardinals now. Give me Kyler. Give me Hop. We have a bye week. This is a great game for us to do kind of like a, a restaurant, maybe like a soft opening. Like, hey, we're going to come out here, beat the shit out of the Bears. Remember how to throw the football. Remember how to catch. Cardinals are going to roll. If we're taking, if Jay's doing minus 11 straight up for the Bucks, I'm doing minus seven and a half straight up for the Cardinals. They got this shit. Yep. I'm taking cards minus seven and a half as well. This is a, you know, when you look at the schedule and you look at coming off of a bye, this is a great game for the Cardinals to have, right? Like they can definitely turn up the heat, finish the season super strong. So seven and a half, I'm not scared of. Bears have looked shaky. Um, shaky is a, shaky's nice, Jay. Chris they've got I, a decent defense sometimes. They've got a decent pass rush sometimes, but they made uh, the lions game like close. I know. I know this one. I don't think is going to be a close game. Seven and a half doesn't scare me. The 11 doesn't scare me for the bucks. Seven and a half doesn't scare me for the cards. I'm taking cards minus seven and a half. I think your first half, you might be a little bit like, Oh, this isn't great for the Cardinals. Not good. And then Kyler's like, okay, time to cut it the fuck out. And then they just go bananas in the second half. That's where I'm at. That's what I think happens. Hit us with your take, Richard. It's a it's a Cardinals coming out party. There is no no question. You finally get Hop back. You finally get Kyler back. They're gonna come out, put it to them, and we're gonna win seven and a half. It's great. I'll, I'll leave the analysis there. I'm excited to see the team back at full strength. The offense always looks so much better with Hopkins. Hopefully, it's another big game for James Conner. I like to see that he's really kind of stepping out. And one more week, I think we should get um, Chase Edmonds back as well. Then you'll really, I think we're hitting our stride. December football, you're getting people healthy. The defense looks awesome. Versatility. Yeah, I, I don't think he should play just uh, given his his situation. But he's been injured the last like nine seasons. He should have seven, seven and a half all day long. I'll keep him moving. 
All right, next game. Interesting game, to say the least. Chargers, six and a half, trudging along, going to the Bengals in Cincinnati. They're seven and four. Bengals are opening. It's Wednesday, so minus three and a half. The over-under is 50 and a half. Anybody have a take on this game before I go? Because uh, these games, these AFC games are getting mighty dicey for me. I don't really know. I'll just say that the Bengals have been solid all year. There have been a couple of letdown games against the Bears. You look at obviously the one where they killed all of us against the Jets and, oh, you know, those bastards. Uh, didn't, didn't have a great time against the Browns. But outside of that, they had their get right game against the Raiders. They smashed the Steelers. I think they're coming back into form. Tons of weapons especially against a team with the chargers that has a very inconsistent offense and or rather defense. And especially from a run defense perspective, I think Joe Mixon is kind of the player you look at another, you know, anytime scorer, maybe Uzama again from a tight end spot. I definitely think that three and a half does not scare me given the way they performed last week. I'm going to ride with Ricky, take the Bengals minus three and a half as well. Plus as a Raiders fan, this is what you want to see. You want to see the Bengals win. Um, you know, they're already uh, to some degree locking up one of those wild card spots. So with the chargers in the hunt, you know, level playing field against the Raiders, I want the chargers to lose here. So I'm going to take the Bengals minus three and a half. That's good for me. My answer to this question is, I mean, just all the AFC teams need wins. Everybody's bringing their a game, right? If the chargers win, it's a, you know, they flip places with the Bengals. It's not good. The Ravens are not that much better. I mean, the the Bengals are really close to the number one seed. So, I mean, like just overall, the AFC is really tight. But the answer to me is Joe Mixon. Dude's playing really good, and the Chargers don't have a good run defense. I might just do Bengals money line, but the Bengals defense has shown out sometimes. So, I mean, this is kind of a tough one, but I overall think the Bengals will win. Just have to kind of decide between that that three and a half or not. Um, It's in Cincinnati too. Cincinnati too, yeah. And this, I mean – I can't stress, I mean, every game is important for all the teams, but these AFC ones, it, it's just mind-baffling to me how how close they are. I mean, this is a big one for both both squads. I think we can kind of just gloss over this one really quickly. It's Vikings 5-6. and six. They're minus 7 against the Lions, who are 0-10-1. Over-under is 47. The Vikings are going to win this game. If you want to watch a boring football game, put your money on this game. I don't know. Anybody have any comments? Even no, without Dalvin me. Cook, I think the Vikings are okay. Dalvin Cook got stay away. Evaporated stay last away. game. We don't we don't bet the Lions. Hey, we don't bet the Lions. And I think to a greater extent, we don't really bet the Vikings either. We we don't bet any teams and or games the Lions partake in. Transitive property. I got you. We'll go to the next one. I think we can quickly kind of do this one too. Giants are four and seven. I don't know what the hell that team is. They're going to Miami to play the Dolphins. They are five and seven, but they are looking kind of sharp these days. Uh, Dolphins are minus four and a half. Over under is 41. I'm going to go with the Dolphins because I don't think the Giants are a good team. The Eagles had a bad week last week. So good for the Giants for getting the win. But I think the Dolphins are going to pretty handedly come out here and get this win. Do you want analysis? I mean, do we do we want to do analysis for this one? It's kind of up to us. The the only thing I'll say, Dol- Dolphins, since you've gotten Tua back, have done a much better job of protecting the quarterback. Now that's primarily because Tua can move around in the pocket, but I think it's like two pressures since he came back on that Thursday night game and and put a dagger in my heart. Um, Tua's not going to wow you with his arm, right? In the last couple of games, he had what two hundred and thirty when they played the Panthers. I think he had maybe two hundred and. 20 or so um sorry doing this on the fly 270 against the uh against the jets so it's just he's not going to wow you he's going to matriculate the ball down the field I, maybe look at kind of gaskin as the guy to get a touchdown or so um but they're they're playing a bad team in the giants i definitely think dolphins minus four and a half is the move we didn't Jaylen talk Waddle. about him go ahead sorry Jay. bro Jalen waddle has looked pretty good the past few games too he's been he's been pretty hot I think um, I'm going to go with you guys, though. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm not going to take four and a half, but I'm going to take the money line. I think they they win this game against the uh, the Giants. But also, I think Daniel Jones might be a little bit injured on the Giants. I'm, I'm, a, I'm so impressed he's still A, alive, and B, playing football right now because I feel like we've said that at least nine times. Like, he's injured, he's dead, he's back, he's injured, he's dead. I mean, I would buy it at this point, to be honest. But one thing to mention – the Dolphins are in the hunt. We didn't talk about them because they're like a game back from our AFC in the hunt, but they are, you know, 
on the frame of the picture, but they're still kind of, you know, in it a little bit. Um, moving on to the next game, Eagles five and seven minus six and a half. The Jets are three and eight. They're at home this week. The Jets are home over under 45. I'm not betting the Eagles this week because I don't want to partake in that experience. I do think the Eagles will win the game, but I just don't want to have to be involved with that. That being said, I still do think they'll win. And I still like the bet for plus 175 for the playoffs. Hmm. I'm going to take the Jets points to win points though see points points i'm gonna take the jets plus six and a half um i don't really care about this game to be honest so i'm gonna root for the underdog here i'm taking the jets plus six and a half and uh we'll see what happens the eagles show up sometimes and they get blown out too so it's it's one of those uh weird teams where you just don't know and the jets have shown to sometimes pull it together and look fantastic i don't think that's the case but i'm still gonna take jets plus six and a half okay you should take another underdog and like put those two together where it's like do you really care no but put a couple bucks on them Triple a little parlay. underdog tease there yeah and then just you know see what happens the lions jets and texans please yes. not the lions <laughs> dear god no yes 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 max payout hey, jay i kind of get your your take though because the last five weeks football happens and it's almost like an even even amount of times where the underdog is, is outright winning the game. Right. So at some point, one of these teams is going to kind of buck the trend. I don't think this is the game. I think that the Eagles run game has kind of found its stride. Jalen hurts is not going to beat you through the air, but he gives you enough versatility coming out of the, the backfield RPO swinging it out wide. I think that it's going to be enough that the jets won't be able to, to stop them. It's going to be a weird game. It's going to probably be a defensive struggle 45. Maybe you tease that up and, and take the under just knowing that the jets are not going to be scoring points, but I still Eagles, feel pretty good with the Eagles. Eagles might not be scoring points either though. If you look at the giants game last week, that was pretty low scoring. So right. Exactly. So he's it. Yeah. I guess tease it up and go down. I like that. Or even I made mean, 45. You think both of these teams are going to be able to score 20 points. I don't know. The Jets, I don't I think don't the know. Jets are going to contribute 20. That scares me. Or, te- I mean, tease it down and go 39, right? That's the other option. But football football's going to football. We're going to move on to the next game, and I think we're going to do a skip on this one. Colts are 6-6, six and a, six and six, lost a close one, five turnovers. It's never great. They're minus 8.5 against the Texans. Texans are 2-9, and nine, couldn't even beat the Jags. Over-under is 45.5. Can we get green lights or a thumbs up or something? Do we have three three Colts all the way down? We're good to move? Colts, maybe. Only thing I'm going to add for this is I did watch the HBO in-season hard knocks. If you haven't watched that yet, it's so much better than the before season. Before season, they, they try to make you excited with all these BS storylines and stuff. It's not cool, but it's so much more fun to watch them like prep for the team and they're talking about it. And then they show like game like real game footage and stuff and like they showed the one where they just lost or they just beat the bills it was so cool this one today i'm going to go watch it after this where they lose the bucks it's going to be really interesting a lot of those guys are having babies that's the show watch it it's like all or nothing it's it's a lot more fun to watch it to actually be substantive yeah. right as opposed to hey we're going to make you fall in love with this guy who's the 70th player on the team that's not going to make it because we got to fill eight episodes over the course of four weeks where most of our really important guys aren't going to do shit. I don't care about Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott getting each other birthday gifts. Show me real football. Damn it. All right. Moving on to a very important game. All of a sudden for these two teams. Oh shit. One more take. One more take for me. One more take. This is a good game to bet. Jonathan Taylor, two plus touchdowns, nine plus touchdowns. Jay. I love it. I'll probably do the two plus two plus. Keep it at two. That's good. Well, Jacob, (laughs) The odds for nine plus touchdowns for nine have got to be. You never know. Sometimes you just throw it out there, like just just put it in the world, put it in the couple bucks. Even I mean, maybe you throw like five bucks out there for three touchdowns. It's not. I mean, you had uh, goodness running back for the Buccaneers had four rushing touchdowns last week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, but I I want to go like Garrett Blunt. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Here's what I think is interesting: that they started to run the ball. The Colts did late in the fourth quarter. That's not when they should be running the ball. They should wake up in the morning and they should hand JJ Taylor the ball. And then the game starts, they should hand the ball again. And then the second quarter, I mean, they kind of got away from it, right? Carson Wentz is good, but has his moments. I I like that. Two two plus is great. 
for me. Ricky, you had a, an epiphany over there, sir. What what did you like to share? I'm I'm watching the UCLA basketball score. We can talk about it. <laughs> tell us, wait, wait, tell us really quickly. What why are you watching this game while we're recording the pod, Ricky? What are you so as you Alex, as Alex alluded to, DraftKings will give you boosted odds. And I have been down on my luck. And so there was an email that came to me that said, Hey, boosted odds on this UCLA basketball game. They're playing the, the Colorado Buffaloes. Normally, money line was like minus 800. We're boosting it to plus 100. You can bet up to 50 bucks. You'd win 100 bucks back. And I was like, you know, able to spread my bankroll. Maybe I can up my units a little bit this way. On the uh, podcast. Currently only up by seven uh, in the second half. And they at one point were up by 16. So I'm, I'm worried there may be a comeback on the on the horizon, in which case I would be down to 10 Dolores in the uh, in Bro, wait, 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 Ricky, while we are doing this, we'll go to the next game because it's a skip. It's Jags versus Rams. Said $10. Check. No, no. <laughs> Check right now. What is, dude, hedge your bet. What are the odds for the other team? Go look with that my shit ten, With my $10? Yeah, go check it out. That way, at least you're not at $10. You might be at a little bit more. Yeah, but maybe I hit the maybe it still comes through. Oh maybe I don't. Here's maybe I double down. That is That's the play. That's, That's the play. The play. Double I, I double down so that, ladies okay. and gentlemen, this could be the last episode with Ricky Hamilton on the podcast. Moving on to the next game, we're going to skip this one. We'll just briefly we'll give it a light kiss and move on. Jags are two and nine, the Rams are seven and four, and a little bit of a tailspin. They are minus 12 and a half, which seems very high to me. 47 and a half is the over under. It's a big game for the Rams. I think the Rams are going to win 12 and a half. I don't know. Jags have played some close ones. They've won some dumb ones. So, I mean, Rams are going to win, but scares me. Jay, your take. No, I'm, I'm with you on it. I think Rams definitely win this game. The Jags don't scare me. Um, not one bit. And even though the Rams might be on a little bit of a tailspin, the Rams will win this game. Uh, they need to, and it's an easy game that they should win. It's at home Rams money line from me. This is a good get right game, I think. Kind of like the Cardinals got the Bears. This is a good one for the for the Rams. Moving on, Ricky's having a heart attack, but we're not going to let him say anything right now. We're going to hedge. I hedged. Okay, I like that. That's good. You didn't what, double what down. Wait, what were the odds on the hedge? No, it was like plus uh, plus eight fifty. So I bet ten. I'm winning ninety five. So either way, I'm oh, walking away amazing. with ninety five bucks. Way to go, that, baby. That's, way there to we go. go. That was a great time to do that. Okay, we have the Ravens. They are eight and three. Uh, number one in the AFC, they are minus four and a half playing the division rival Steelers five, five, and one Steelers look like garbage over under is 44. I hate this game. The Ravens have played some close ones. They haven't really blown anybody out. The Steelers don't look good. Big Ben sucks. I'm not going to bet this game. I will pass the baton to somebody else. I agree with you, Alex. They, the Ravens have not really stood out. And we talked about it in the playoff picture that, I don't think anybody's super scared of them. I still think that the Steelers are are really bad. Um, Big Ben is really bad. I'm going to just go, like I said, with my gut, I'm going to go Ravens minus four and a half. My gut is telling me to follow you guys and take the Ravens minus four and a half. I don't have any analysis on this. Uh, I think the Ravens win. Let me ask you a hypothetical question really quickly. If you are the Steelers right now, you have Juju, you have Chase Claypool, you have Najee Harris. The defense is good. The the main problem I have here is is Big Benjamin. Okay, if you are, or if you're the Steelers, my apologies. If you're the Steelers, do you reload the team, get a new quarterback, and you're good to go, or do you rebuild and kind of start from scratch? Ricky's over here doing his dance. Let us hear the chant, Ricky. Let's hear it. Rogers. No, I thought you, you were go saying get Aaron. Russell, no, bro. Get Rodgers, Russell the hell out of man. my division. No, you See go you get later. Aaron Rodgers. You go get the best quarterback of our generation to go lead that team. It's it's easy. It's easy. It's said and done. The second you get him, the team is exponentially better. Not, I don't think that they've – I don't think that the Packers have made enough moves that Aaron is going to overlook – the disrespect of Jordan love and what they did. Right. If anything, Jordan love has shown that he's not the guy he has more hands as, as an immediate solution, right? He's closer to a Tua than he is a Mac Jones. And so I think Rogers is going to look up and go, I've only got three, four five years left. Why don't I go team up with Mike Tomlin? Right. They had some, some pretty strong battles between he and uh, Roethlisberger early in his career. Why not? That'd be fucking crazy. They're close. 
they're a piece away, insane. right? I mean, the Steelers, like you said, the defense is great. The weapons on offense are really strong. They're a piece away. The mobility that Rodgers offers, that little extra couple of steps where he can roll out and all of a sudden you get Claypool coming across or Juju. Like it's, I think it'd be really cool to see. Mm. That would be crazy. That would be scary. I would not like that. I wouldn't like it. Well, I mean, I would like it because get Rodgers the hell out of my division. I they're in the AFC. Exactly. They're in the <laughs> AFC. That is, that is bad. Or, or see, I think this is a little more plausible. Russell Wilson's on a shitty Seahawks team. Pluck that gentleman out of my out of my area. Put him over in the AFC North and let him go play. I think that sounds cool. I don't know. Just a hypothetical. Do we, do we segue on that one into the 49ers at the Seahawks? You re- give us the spiel, Ricky. Tell us. That we'll, was great. Well, we'll 49ers are minus three and a half, currently six and five. Seahawks three and eight. Uh, obviously, Russell Wilson still looking not so great on that injured uh, finger. Uh, over under 45. What uh, What are you guys thinking on, on this one? The Seahawks are bad. Take the Niners. That's my take. I don't have any more. I'm not going to choose a team on this one because I don't trust either of them. So I'm going to tease the over under. I'm going to tease at seven points and I'm going to take under 52. That is what I will be doing on this game. I don't care who wins. I just don't want a lot of points. So under 52. I always I hate playing the under. I hate that. It's the worst. Jay, I'm going to tell but you I'm really quick. It. I'm going to tell you really quick. I hear you that, the, that we don't trust either of these teams. The Seahawks are really bad. Really bad. So that's all. I mean, really, really bad. Like, not just kind of bad, really bad. The Niners are kind of bad. The I don't Seahawks know if you heard really, him the first really time. Really bad. They're like, really, really, really like, bad. Not just like really negative. bad. Like negative. Really, bad. really, really bad. The only thing on the that that play, Jay, is I, I would almost go the other way. I would tease it down to 39 and take the over. I think the Niners have shown you that every so often their offense can click and they can score a lot of points. The Seahawks defense has been playing better, but still is not really very good. I would feel much better trying to hit the over of 39 than trying to hope and sit there and eke it out till the final minutes where all of a sudden Russell's got the ball. He's got DK or Tyler Lockett, who I forget the stat. Essentially, Tyler Lockett is a freaking animal 20 plus yards down the field. He catches more balls than anyone else. I think he's got 500 plus yards receiving on balls greater than 20 yards down the field, leading the league. Freaking nuts. I, I, I would go the other way just Here's out a- of fear. Really fun exercise just because I hate Seattle. The last couple of games, the points that they've scored, last three, 15 points, 13 points, zero points. Off the top of my head, that is a shitty average. So just remember that. If you're going over, Seattle can't contribute 20 points. If you put it at whatever it was, 39, you're not going to get 20 from the Seahawks. 39 is pretty low, my guy. All right, we're going to go to the next game because the Seahawks are trash. Uh, I did skip it. I don't know how, but Washington is five and six. They are going to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. Raiders are six and five minus two and a half of a big win on Thanksgiving over under 49. Jay, start us off, baby. Raiders, man. Deshaun Jackson just need to keep him hot. Need to keep spreading the ball out, having that deep threat. And I think Darren Waller is going to be out this week, which is, which is tough, right? That's one big target that is taken away from us, but we've had some success with, with spreading the ball out to our other tight ends. Foster Moreau is probably going to start in his absence. Um, I'm really looking for Josh Jacobs and, and Kenyon Drake to be more in the game. And Josh Jacobs really helped control the pace of the game. Um, and Kenyon Drake to provide some relief out of the backfield, uh, catch some swing passes, maybe some screens, keep it open. And Deshaun Jackson had a, a killer game last week. I know he's really our only deep threat. Um, but if he can stretch the field, you can get Hunter Renfro uh, in between coverages and get that first down, get those 15 yards, maybe have him open up and, and catch 40, a 50 yard pass, which he's done in the past. Um, I think the Raiders have a really good shot of winning this game. Both of these teams need it though, right? Like we've said, they're both in the hunt. So it's going to be a competitive game. Um, two and a half is the spread. I think that's Probably pretty accurate. Uh, like I said, it's going to be a tight game, and the Raiders play tight games inherently. Um, so I'm going to take the Raiders' money line in this game. I'm in. I, I love, love it. I love the analysis. I'm going to lean in a little bit more, and I'll, I'll go ahead and lay the two and a half. I just think that if, if they're going to win, 
they'll they'll win by a field goal. So I feel pretty good about that. I feel like Washington's been playing well, but I don't know if they have like that big kind of like Ricky said, I do think the Raiders have that bigger potential for scoring. So like, I feel like if they're going to win, they're going to win by a field goal. So I'm okay with the two and a half too. We got two games left. We're almost done. We got Broncos Sunday night football against the chiefs. Broncos are six and five going to arrowhead chiefs are seven and four miraculously back on track. All of a sudden they're minus 10 over under is 47. I'm going to say that a couple of weeks ago we were, kind of scoffing at the chiefs being minus 10 against, I think it was like the giants. All of a sudden it doesn't feel so wrong anymore, right? The Broncos are a tough draw because they've looked good. They've looked bad. If they play really well, they've been beating these world beater teams and they've been absolutely smacking them. That scares me a little bit for the chiefs because the chiefs are still kind of finding their footing. But if it's the Broncos finding their footing uh, or inconsistencies and the Chiefs finding their footing and their inconsistencies. I'm going Chiefs. I'll tease that down to minus three any day of the week. Let Patrick Mahomes go against the Broncos. I, I feel like this is a, a almost a layup for the Chiefs. It should be. It should be a layup for the Chiefs. And I I think that the, you know, teasing it down and taking the Chiefs minus three is a is a good bet. I wouldn't be opposed to taking that. That's not my take for this week. Um, for this game, I actually want to tease the over-under down and take the over of 40. Um, the that's going to happen for sure. Like, that's that's a layup in itself. I don't, I don't know if it's a layup, but this matchup, a divisional matchup, you know, they come to play. So there's they're going to be wanting to shit on each other. So I could see this going for some points. But the Chiefs' last couple of games, three games, four games, haven't really been high-scoring games. So that makes me a little nervous. On the flip side, the Broncos' games have definitely – uh, at least the past three have gone over 40 total. So I don't feel horrible about the 40, um, especially with it being divisional. So that's that's my take. Tease it and take the over 40. I'm just going to throw this out there really quick. Jay, two weeks ago against the Raiders, the Chiefs scored 41 points. Okay, Ricky, your turn. <laughs> I love really? everything that Jacob said. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to tease, tease 41 down and, and take the over. I, going into this, wanted to go um, – contrarian and say hey it's going to be the broncos the more i think about it the more i listen to you guys the less i feel confident in that and so i'm going to do what jacob's been doing all night which is look at the over under tease that down over 41 feels feels like a layup what does your gut say ricky it, it it's going to be close i i think personally um I think the Broncos have shown you that they can run the ball effectively, which the chiefs have still not really shown you that they can slow down. If you can at least keep it close and avoid some of the dumb mistakes of throwing interceptions that maybe Teddy Bridgewater may be prone to do. I think you can keep it close. 10 is still a pretty big spread given what the Broncos have shown you on different occasions that they can do. Um, So if you said gun to your head, what are you doing? I'd probably go Broncos plus 10. Um, but I think the safe pick and, and not just picking against the spread is that over under. What do you think the over under is on somebody from Patrick Mahomes, family doing something really stupid during the game and distracting us for three minutes. I think minus it's 500 minus. I think it's guaranteed, right? His brother, his yeah. wife. I just think it's, it's guaranteed guaranteed at this point. Um, my note for Monday's game, Patriots eight and four bills, seven and four bills minus three. I just put enjoy the game. I know you always bet the Monday game. I know I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to enjoy the game because holy smokes, what an important game. What a cool game to watch on Monday night football. It feels like they finally got a primetime game correctly. Even Broncos Chiefs is is an interesting game, but like it doesn't have the same pizzazz as this Pats Bills game. I'm just going to enjoy the fucking game. And I'm just going to, that's it. I'm just going to enjoy the game. So boys, we're going to go to Ricky first. Take it away, baby. Patriots. Patriots money line. That's what, that's what my pick is. It's I'm locking it in. I feel very confident in the Patriots ability to slow down everything that the bills can do. I just don't think that there's a running attack. I don't think that the, the skill, when you look at the skill players for the bills, they're not overpowering, right? A lot of it is that they scheme them open a lot of it is that Josh Allen's going to tuck the ball and go run it himself, get yards. I think that the Patriots have shown they can get pressure with their front four. They're going to drop seven. They're going to make it very hard on Josh Allen unless they establish the run, which you've seen a couple of times that they'll avoid and go away very quickly from. 
I think that the Patriots can get out there and really make it difficult on, on Josh Allen. So to me, that's, that's what I'm going to lean into. I really like the Patriots at some point, other shoes got to drop, right? They can't win their way out, but I do not think it is this week. I'm going Pat's money line. I love this game to watch. Um, I think it's a, it's got potential to be like a championship type of game, right? Like these are two teams that are just going to face off, but Ricky, I think you're right. I think that the bills have been really, really, really inconsistent in the run game. And what the times where Josh Allen throws over what 45 passes or something like that. They're not, they don't do too well. They lose. So we'll know by halftime um, how this is trending and, and where it's going to go. So I do think it's going to be a tough game though. I expect it to be a tough game and it's one that's exciting to watch. I'm not going to take either team. I'm going to take the over under, but I'm going to tease it down and take the over, which I think is at 36 and a half. If I tease it down seven points. I think it's going to be a really fun game. And I think, I think this is going to be big in terms of like what the teams look like going forward. The Patriots, is this a big step for them? The Bills, is this a big step backwards for them? You know, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this, you know, shakes out after this game. I'm super excited for the game. So with that being said, those are all of the games. We are going to run down the list of locks really quick. Can you guys hear Milo before I explode inside of my head? (laughs) We'll filibuster. Why don't we uh, jump into me? We'll go through my top three picks leading into the week. Uh, you heard one of them, Pat's money line. Feel really good about that. Go out there, establish the run, shut down the run. Mac Jones is going to do great things. Bengals minus three and a half, taking on the Chargers. Feel pretty good about that. Cardinals, all the weapons coming back. I'm going to go ahead and just lay the lay the seven and a half and and really kind of lean in with all all the juice. Um, those are my top three for the week. We'll, we'll double lock it off of that one because I'm going to do the Cardinals minus seven and a half as well. This is a great game for them to be coming back. I locked it in during the show, locking it in now. I'm going to lock in because this has been, I think, the number one anti-Seahawks podcast that I've had. I'm locking in the Niners, baby. They're going to do it. I'm well, We'll do minus three and a half because Seattle sucks. So go Niners this week. It's not great for the Cardinals, but who cares? Screw Seattle. And the last one, then we'll segue into Jay's because we're double dipping here. I got Colts. Uh, I don't know. Jay, you feeling money line? You feeling against the spread? I'm feeling money line just to be safe, but uh, spread's take high. it another way. Take it another okay. way. I like it. We're going to go Colts money line. They're playing the Texans. Texans aren't good. The Colts have good players. They got Jonathan Taylor. They needed that win last week that they didn't get. So it's a big one for the Colts to win. And with that, we're going to go over to Jay. I love it. I love it. Colts money line for me is play number one, but I almost want to take that out and put Jonathan Taylor anytime touchdown in there as a, as a lock of the week. That's fancy. Yeah. But uh, I'll keep it Colts money line. um, Since this is how we do it. Cowboys minus four and a half is my game. Number two. And then Raiders minus two and a half taking, uh, taking the Raiders at home this week. I hope they don't let me down. It's going to be a good game. going to be a tight game, but uh, I expect them to, uh, to win. Jay hit us really quickly too. I see we have a, Beautiful monster of the week constructed down below. Would you run that bias really quick? Sure. This is probably the only parlay that I will tease the bucks down because I feel pretty confident about the minus 11, even though it's high, but for the monster, I'm going to take the Cowboys plus eight and a half bucks plus two Colts plus four and a half in the Broncos chiefs over 34. And just remember everybody listening, a monster gets you how many points, Jacob? Uh, it's 13 points is the, is the tease. Yeah, so all of those were favorites or the spread was, you know, much higher, but we've drastically put them in our favor. Um, So buy those points, get the monster, get the odds, get the W. And we are going to have Ricky give us a quick, quick recap of the Jarlay. Run it down. I'll hit it. Uh, Patriots money line. You've heard it 92 times. Uh, Alex, we're going to go with the Cardinals. Is that straight up or is that minus seven and a half? What are you thinking there? Let's do, let's do money line. Jarlay's about winning. Let's do money line. All right. So Pat's money line cards, money line. And last but not least the Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders. Hey, first time all season 
The favorite teams have all been picked as the Jarley. This is really important. Okay. If we're going to have a good weekend, we're going to have a good weekend together. And it's going to end going down. We're going down swinging boys. Okay. Way to make it not as cool, but also kind of cool too. All right. I'll log off. We got the cards. We got the Raiders. We got the Patriots. Everybody, it has been so great. It's been so great to see you guys. I feel like I talked to you a crap done, but it's not the same as this. This is great. It's been great to see you guys. It's great to get to the audience this week. Jacob, you're the the one who knows where to find us. Where can you find the damn podcast, Jay? Where are we? You can find us at Cashed Out Pod on Twitter, Twitter. on Instagram. Insta. You can find us on SoundCloud. Maybe. Spotify. Yes, definitely. That's where I listen. Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. My dad listens from there. iHeartRadio. Does that even exist, really? I'm not sure. And Tuned In. You can find us on Holy all those Holy shit, Tuned In. <laughs> Goddamn, the only podcast on Tuned In. Ricky, any closing thoughts for the week, baby? No, man, just have fun. I mean, at the end of the day, this is all about having fun. This podcast, gambling, sports, life. Make sure you're enjoying it. Make sure you're telling people around you that you care about them and that we're all in it together. So enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the week. And we'll be catching you soon. Go with your gut, boys and girls. And oh, go sons. I like it. And listen after the music, the outro. Listen to the disclosure. If you're having too much fun and your gut is leading you astray, get some help. Talk to you later. Peace. Peace. Guys, I have so much fun with the podcast. That's the end of my... I, I was going to give a last-minute update that UCLA is, <laughs> UCLA is up by 12. Yes. Hey, listener, gambling can be good and fun. There are some downsides to it as well, mainly losing money. Please remember that the ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are just that. There are ideas and our opinions. You take them, you leave them at your own risk. Um, If you do have an issue with gambling, please remember to reach out for help before it starts to get too serious. Uh, Some numbers are 1-800-GAMBLERS or 1-800-522-4700. Give them a call if you need any help. Um, Don't let this get too serious. Have fun. Win some money. Take care.